You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. Well, tonight, uh, we're just going to get into this. And uh, I, I feel a, a word, and just even during worship tonight, I, I, just the confirmation again of what God has been stirring in my heart. But the title of my message tonight is The, Ra- the Rise of the Warriors. The rise of the warriors. And if you haven't already realised it, the church has been pushed. The church has been pushed into a new season. And God is raising up men and women of faith to who know how to battle in a new season in this time. And I am going to just, I've come with a message to encourage you tonight, to stir you up. And last week, Colin Higginbotham preached out about Gideon out of Judges chapter 6. And we're going to go back to Gideon tonight. Because I believe God is calling out the warrior in you. And there are three things that God showed me just about that interaction that he had with Gideon that I believe tonight is going to encourage you. It's going to set you free tonight. It's going to put some fire in your belly. So are you ready? All right. So Judges chapter 6. And I am wearing my glasses because I wasn't actually sure if I was going to be able to read up here. But I'm good. I'm I'm doing good. (laughs) Um, You know, the interesting thing about Gideon is that when the angel of the Lord came and spoke to him, he actually just said this to him, really simply, he said, rise up, or Angel Lord said, you are a mighty man of valour. Gideon was always a mighty man of valour. You know, in, there are incidences in the Word of God where God comes and he changes somebody's name. But he didn't actually change and says, you shall now be a mighty man of valour. He says, mighty man of valor. He has, had gone into hiding because of seven years of oppression. So the history around Gideon is that Israel had been in seven years of oppression under the hands of the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east. And whatever Israel did, Whatever they sowed in the fields was destroyed or their animals were destroyed. It says in verse 5 of Judges chapter 6, it says, For they would come up, this is the Midianites, they would come up with their livestock and their tents, coming in as numerous as locusts, both they and their camels were without number. They would enter the land to destroy it. So Israel was greatly impoverished. So for seven years, this was Gideon's environment. Seven years of oppression, seven years of hardship, seven years of harassment, seven years of impoverishment, containment and constraint, unfruitfulness and barrenness. Anyone ever known a season like that? You know, even the strong can be weak when something like that continues on in our life. When we have a delayed in our prayers being answered, we can become faint-hearted. And it actually says that Gideon felt forsaken by the Lord. And it was in this season that the warrior in Gideon became silent. The warrior in Gideon became silent. What I believe that God is showing you about the church is that we haven't been 
in a season of oppression. In fact, for the last few decades, the church has really flourished. We've had mega churches rising up. We've had, you know, the multiple campuses flourishing. We've had a season of abundance right up until recently. And in the same way that oppression can cause the warrior to hide, so can a season of abundance. And the Lord had just spoke to me and he said, I am bringing out, I'm rising up the warriors for this season. You are already a man of valor. You are already a woman of valor. But there has come a shift and it's time that we have to rise up. But there are three things that I want to highlight to you about this new season. And that is that God wants us to not operate at a natural, but operate at a supernatural strength. In uh, chapter 7, verse 2, well, firstly, Gideon, the first thing that Gideon does when the Lord calls him is that he goes and gathers 32,000 men. He goes and does what he had done before. Before the seven years, he was obviously a man of valor, a man of war, and he would gather his men around him to battle. But the, so when God calls him again, he does exactly what he knew to do before. But in verse 7, of chapter 7, verse 2, it says, And the Lord says to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me. It is. The people who are with you are too many for me. See, Gideon had gone to the natural. God wanted to teach him to operate out of the supernatural. Too many for me. Gideon, this is my war. This is my battle. This is my victory. This is my victory. But Gideon had gone to natural resources. He'd gone to old mindsets. He had gone to old patterns. And the Lord is calling us into a new level of faith. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 says, Not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. So we cannot go back to what we have known before. The warriors that God is calling up have got to learn to walk with a new anointing and a new authority and a new power. Ephesians 6 verse 12 says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers of, against the rulers of darkness in this age. So we wrestle not against the flesh and blood. But how easy is it in this season to battle <laughs> against flesh and blood? How many have had a few arguments, right? How many people have ticked you off and you want to go in for the fight? But we have to be wise. We have to not walk in the natural. We have to, we have to go in and say, Lord, speak to me. I need to operate with the mind of Christ in these situations. So I've got to learn to operate with new authority and wait we got to get discernment. we got to know what to say in this season. And Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which you do not know. God is saying to us today, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. You know, I am so grateful that we have leaders in this church that know how to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. So grateful for Pastor Jürgen and Leanne for standing when others wouldn't. 
for leading as warriors over awakened church. And not just awakened, but I think the Church of America is looking because we have leaders that says we can't do what we did before. We're not going to do what the world says. We're not going to conform to those patterns of the world, but we are going to incline our ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying and lead us into victory. Amen? When the world says shut down, we stay open. (laughs) When the world says wear a mask, they say, feel free. (laughs) Freedom is in this place. And I'm going to be honest with you. We didn't like it. This accent that you hear is Australian. And we were troubled initially. We go back, you know, just over 12 months ago and we've got some friends in this place and we had some dinner conversations and we're like, what is with America? Why is this church getting so like riled up about politics? Why are we resisting government? Why are we, why are we challenging Newsom? Because it was so countercultural for us. But look what's happening in my nation. You know, Richard and I have been talking about it and we go, why are are the Australians not rising up? And I don't know, there was never a conversation that we ever had to resist or to stand on our rights or to stand on our freedoms. So my brother is in Sydney and he said that right now he is on curfew and there doesn't seem to be any release of that till late September. And furthermore, he actually needs permission to leave the the municipality of the Sydney region to go anywhere. He has to ask and he has to have papers to travel out of Sydney. To give you an understanding of what that's like, that would be like if you wanted to travel to Los Angeles, you would need permission and papers to travel. Wow. It's for real. Where have we heard or seen this before? And it's frightening, but we have warriors as leaders and we have, and God is calling us up as a church to be a light in this season. But church, we cannot do it in the natural. We cannot do it by patterns and methods that we know. We have to say, we have to call upon the Lord. We have to say, God, show us great and mighty things that we know not. We have to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying so that we bring freedom, not just in this house, but all around us. You know, one of the beautiful things on Sunday morning, we actually was, if you were here Sunday, there was a phenomenal altar call. And uh, we got to pray with a couple afterwards. It was their first Sunday in church and maybe they were here. And they just said, we have found our people. You know, every, all their friends had been, you know, cutting them off because they had a different sound and it's the sound of freedom. We're singing about it tonight. It's the sound of freedom. And they said, we've never met people that are so friendly. They put their kids in school for a few days last week and had to pull it out. It was just so traumatic for their children and they brought them over to the Awaken Academy Church. God is awakening the warrior and it's called Awaken Church. And he's awakening the warrior within you. Whatever you're battling through right now, the Lord has an answer for your specific need and your specific situation. And I just feel that that you've been approaching things in the same way as before. But the Lord says, "Will, will you ask me? 
Will you call upon me? Will you, will you incline your ear to hear? Because I have an answer for you that is going to bring you into breakthrough that is not what you have experienced before. The second thing that I saw is that God dealt with fear and God wants to move us from fear into courage. And in Judges chapter 7, verse 3, uh, it says, Now therefore, uh, whoever is fearful, this is what the Lord says to, uh, to get into sight of the people, whoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. And 22,000, 22,000 returned. 22,000 <laughs> 22, people fled. What have we seen happen in the church across this nation? Fear. Churches have shut down. Fear has gripped the hearts of people. But God wants to remove fear and put courage into his people. Where there is hopelessness, he wants to bring hope into our life. You know, courage is not about your physical stature. It's not about your strength and it's not about your size. Courage comes from conviction. And conviction comes from an encounter with the Lord. And we see that uh, Gideon, right at the very beginning when the angel of the Lord came and spoke to him, he says that he felt forsaken by God. So how does he move from feeling forsaken to a man that goes into battle with 300 men? And in, Gen- in, in uh, Judges chapter 6, there's this beautiful encounter of that, that goes on between Gideon and the angel. And it's just this interaction that just says, God, will you just show yourself to me again? Will you just remind me that you're with me? You know, if you're feeling fearful, courage is not going to come in the crowd. Courage is going to come from that quiet place, from that encounter with God. And He's going to put a conviction in you that will enable you to stand in a place as a warrior like you've never stood before. And the transition that happened in our life was that we didn't have a conviction, but we were, we just, we just literally were like, God, we don't understand, but we're listening. God, show us. We didn't understand the season and we had very patient pastors and leaders with us because we, we went head to head around some things. But what we didn't do was run. What we didn't do was depart from the camp. <laughs> we stayed put and we just said, Lord, open our ear to hear what you want us to hear, what we don't understand, where there is fear, Lord, put courage in us. And Gideon went from a man who thought God had forsaken him to a man who said, the Lord is my peace, or Yahweh Shalom, which means prosperity. It means security, peace and wholeness. Gideon could not go into battle without the conviction that God was with him. And neither can you, and neither can I. And God wants to meet with some people in this place tonight. He wants to wrestle with your heart tonight so that you know that you know that you know that the Lord is with you. If you are feeling forsaken, number one, the devil is a liar. Any time that you feel abandoned, you feel like God doesn't care about you, you feel forsaken, that is not the voice of the Lord. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, The Lord himself 
goes before you and he will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Even in the midst of hardship, of our hardness, our hardships in 2020, we had a rough year. And I know lots of people, we're not unique. A lot of people had a rough year last year. But even in the midst of we had a financial hardship because we lost a business and then we, my dad had passed away and we couldn't travel and, and, and support, you know, be together as a family. But in the midst of all of that, we actually had a, a beautiful miracle unfolding in our son Harrison. And I bet, I bet right now that, you know, when, when there is hardship or where there is struggle, all of our focus is there. But if we would just look up... There's a, God has got a miracle. God is already working. There's already hope. There's, he's already showing himself faithful. He's showing up in a different area of your life. We just got it. We just got to see it. We just got to see it. And we had been praying. A God in, in 2009, God had called me to pray. And I wanted, I'm saying this to encourage some parents here tonight. In 2019, I really felt the Lord calling me to intercede over Harry. He was a good kid. Don't get me wrong. He didn't really give us any trouble, but he was not alive in Christ. There was, he was showing up to church, but he hadn't had an encounter with Jesus. And he'd come every Sunday night. He, you know, he didn't, he, there was no argument there. But on Sunday nights in the back of Bressy, because we were at Bressy then in 2019, thank God the music in this church is loud because during worship, I would go for it and I would declare that he was going to be a man in God's house. I would declare he was going to be a godly husband and a father. I would say, devil, you cannot have my son. I said, you got to come through me first. And say, greater is he that is in me than he who is in the world. And I would battle for him. <laughs> and I would go for it. So if you were sitting next to me, I'm sorry. Right? If, you, if you heard it, I apologise. No, not really. Well, one day, and I tell you, just even in that, because I had to hold my tongue. How many know that teenagers can just push you? No? Anyone got any? You know? <laughs> we need wisdom. <laughs> we need some of that call upon the Lord stuff going on with teenagers. But he would come home and, like, in the car on Sunday night. It's probably something Dr. Matt said. I don't know. Just ticked him off. He was always critical, always complaining about something. And this night, I just felt to go for it. And I did. I went in. But this is where the Lord is going to give you timing. He's going to give you words. He's going to open doors. And it was a season where he just went, you're right, Mum. Wow. <laughs> when does that ever happen? <laughs> you're right, Mum. And he said, you know what? You're right. He says, I, I'm going to start reading my Bible. And uh, he decided, this was, must have been around December, because I said, well, when? You know, I'm pushing it. When? He says, I'm going to start in January. And, and he, he did. I mean, this kid picked up his Bible and he read, started to read Genesis right through to Revelation. And I don't know whether it was late January or early February, because I get up and I walk out dog and usually I'm doing it on my own. And he'd pop out of his room, which is the second miracle that a child of 20 years wakes up before 8 a.m. in the morning. And he said, can I walk with you? And I'm like, okay, sure. And then he starts asking me questions about, you know, about the plagues, about Abraham. And he was, he was really, you know, inquiring about things. And I was like, are you reading your Bible? You know, what's going on? And then I'm praying, oh, God, he's reading it. I pray that he'll have an encounter with you in his word. God, I pray that he would find you in his word. It wasn't that he wouldn't just read it, but that he would find you. In the word, and then one one day he came out of the kitchen and he had tears just pouring down his face, and he says, I cannot believe God has chosen me. 
He says, I cannot believe that God has chosen me. And he was having right then this full-on just a salvation experience. In January this year, we sent him off to Bible college. <laughs> just amazing. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And I want to encourage you, if you're praying in for a kid, one of your kids right now, keep praying. Keep pressing in. Let the warrior in you rise. Don't give up. Be full of courage. Be full of faith. Parents, don't give up. And if you're standing with a friend, keep going, keep going, keep going. 1 John 4, 4 says, Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Really quickly, we are at time already. Oh, I'm going to do this really fast. Really, really fast. God wants to take you from defeat to victory. Amen. <laughs> uh, Judges chapter 7, verse 22, it says, 300 men blew their trumpets, and the Lord set every man's sword against his companion through the camp of the Midianites. And the army fled. Gideon pursued and ushered in 40 years of peace. 40 years of peace. What I want to say is that God is calling the warrior to rise in you. And perhaps it's for a situation that you're facing, but it may even be on behalf of others. God called Gideon to rise so that Israel would be delivered. Who is God calling you? What place is he asking you to step into? Is it your school? Is it in business? Is it in this church? Where is he asking you to rise up and step into so that others can experience the freedom and victory in Christ? Amen? Amen. Amen. We are done. We are, we are so <laughs> All right. I was not watching the clock. Amen. We're going to pray really fast because I know there's a party outside. I know there's a party that everybody wants to get to, but God wants to quickly do some business. He can do it fast. Why don't we stand? <laughs> if you don't know Jesus Christ tonight, if you don't know the God that we've been talking about, we want to introduce you to Him. And just even this moment right now, if you've never said yes to Jesus, just slip your hand out where you are. I'm not going to ask you to come down the front, but just raise your hand out where you are. We just want to pray for you. Thank you. I can see that hand. Thank you in Jesus' name. Awesome. We have an incredible team down here down the front. John's got a following Jesus book and a Bible. And we'd love to pray for you straight after this service. And then you can go out and you can eat brisket and you can do whatever else you want to do. Amen. But tonight, if you know God is calling you, to step up as a warrior, to step up in this season. Why don't you just raise your hand? You know, whether you need courage, whether you need, to, whether it's that supernatural authority, that new power that you need released over your life, just raise your hands. We're going to pray in this place in Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you right now that you're moving all over this room. Father, we thank you for your power. God, that you're releasing it. Father, we open our here ears to hear what you are saying tonight in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for this season. Father, we step in to what you have called us to as a church, but Lord, as individuals, Lord, over our homes, in our businesses, in our marriages, as, as parents, as friends, Father, that we would be warriors, Lord, on behalf of others. Lord, that we would press in, God, and walk not in the natural, but walk in the power of your Spirit. Father, we just release that right now in Jesus' name. Father, just a fresh anointing and a fresh authority and courage, Lord, to just minister over everybody in this place tonight in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com. Church.com.